All right, what's going <laughs> on, dragons? Anyway, I don't know why I'm calling you dragons. dragons. My goblins. I don't really know. I haven't decided of a good intro. I don't know. Anyway, the Either last... Way, here we are. Anyway, here we are. It's again, Thursday. Oh. Um, uh, today, we're going to be talking about... Uh, since we just talked about going... Uh, being a dungeon master, which most of you guys won't be. Most people will be players, right? I figured, like, let's talk about being a player, right? This is on our little... Uh, our little thing of going through Dungeons and Dragons. So we're going to keep on this a little bit. Okay. So today we're going to be about being a player, what you need, um, how to be the best, be the best player you can be. We'll kind of go over that. Right. So we're going to talk about that. Okay. Um, first of all, and again, we'll, I'll make videos about exactly what you need and stuff, but we're going to kind of just talk about it today on the podcast today. Things that you need. You're starting as a new player. You're going in. Um, you're not going to need a whole lot, right? You really don't need a whole lot. You can add a lot of things to it, right, and make it difficult and make it more f but more fun maybe for you. But you really don't need a whole lot. Really, I would say, To honestly, be a player. To be a player. Okay. Right? DM, yeah. different, right? We already kind of talked about that. But to yeah. be a player, you don't really need a whole lot. Really, you only need a couple things. Um, you need a character sheet. That's probably your most important, right? This is... One right here. Got all your little modifiers, which we can, we'll eventually do a video on. Um, you know, talking about your strength, your dexterity, your con, all that stuff like that. You got all your arcane stuff, your armor class, how many, um, you know, how much health you have, stuff like that. So this is mostly for you, right? Uh, I mean, your DM will kind of already know a little bit, but obviously it's a little bit on the honor system. So it's just right. really you to have your character so you can immediately check on it know what you're doing. Um, you can find ones online, which is great. I don't think it's a, a, a bad thing. Here's my thing. I'm a little bit, oh. I'm a little cheap if you guys don't know. <laughs> so I wouldn't pay for it. I would just, you can, honestly, you can download, you can go on uh, the D and D website for free to print them with all your garbage on them. Um, I would do that. A lot of the times in the note section, I will put like, um, you know, things that make my character my character. So if I want to remember that my character is more, um, is, is wary of certain type of creatures, I'll put that on there, right? Just so that if mm -hmm. I am looking at my character sheet, I can remember and it'll kind of give me little hints. The right. rest of it's just really for like your own thing. Um, so you, a character sheet I think is really important for you. If you can memorize it, so after I've played for a while, I'll memorize my own stuff. I don't need no no paper. I ain't no, I ain't no <laughs> busy, right? I know my thing. But uh, uh, yeah, and uh, couldn't you just even get like a like a piece of paper and just yeah? You honestly, it, you know I mean, like? this you don't... this looks pretty. Um, and honestly, you can again, you can print this for free. Um, this is actually a nice high quality paper because this is the one that you guys bought in that little yeah yeah um, the little kit kit the little kits uh -huh. so these this is yeah. actually nice paper mine's just like normal paper <laughs> I'm gonna be honest that I print at work so <laughs> don't fire me um, that's all right all eight people viewing none of them are my supervisor so so really yeah, I mean you print them right it's super yeah. cheap you have your little paper honestly if you write it in pencil you can use it forever um, again a lot of times I don't really even really need them but i mean they're kind of nice right um you'll need 
So, uh, so who is that more important to, the player or the DM? Uh, I would say a little bit of both. So I would say the player mostly needs it because if you get caught like going over, you're going to screw yourself, right? Because uh, a DM will now no longer trust you. Yeah. But if you go under, you don't want to screw yourself, right? If you're going to kill a dragon, you have the chance to get the last hit. You want to get the last hit. Yeah. So I think it just benefits you knowing your character. Okay, um, yeah, I get that. I see. So you can even, a lot of things, times what I'll do. Now, look, you can go buy the books for D&D. Which, mm-hmm. if they ever sponsor me, I will tell you to do. But <laughs> since they don't right now, don't buy them. They're like, dude, legitimately, I should bring one of the books. I'll bring one of the books, and eventually we'll go over like um, how great they are. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, they're expensive. They're like twenty or thirty dollars a book. What and What comes in? In is it the same book that that we bought to no. like get us? So this no. is something else. What are you? No, these about? are like extras of like. These are the rules to the game. These oh. are different rules to the game. Here are the classes. Here I didn't are... realize there was actually like rules. Oh yeah, yeah. There's there's rules for sure. I mean, um, I, I guess there. I, I always thought it was just like a few guidelines. I didn't realize there were rules. No, there are like rules, and again, they're kind of guidelines because they kind of tell you like, well, you could don't have to do all these. But yeah, dude. And a lot of the people that I play with, God rest their souls, um, <laughs> they're dead. No, they're not dead, but they probably should be. No, uh, no. A lot of people I play with, they have every book and they go through them and they're like, Ugh. I'm again, I'm cheap wow, on the D and D website. You can download the PDFs. I mean, everybody's got a phone now. Get your phone out and download it. Yeah. Way easier. Honestly, what I do is I get it on my computer. Uh-huh. PDF. I print out my character all the way up to level 20. I have the papers printed and ready to go, right? Uh-huh. So much easier than people. I mean, a lot of these cats buy books, and they're like, well, well actually, let me look through I'm like, I don't even care. I'm like, yeah, let's Google it. It's 2021. Google the goddamn rules. Holy shit. Like, or, or I feel like um, this is one of those games. It's like, it's like Uno. It's not like Uno, but Uno, for example, this is a, my example here is like so many people have played Uno that if you're new to Uno and you never played, you're going to sit down and be like, okay, tell me how to play the game. Yeah. I, f- I, I feel like you can get kind of the same thing. If you get in with a bunch of new people, you can kind of uh, delegate that of uh-huh. as far as like you can make it more on the DM to be like, oh, well, this rule doesn't really matter. Once you start getting into a campaign, you got to start knowing those rules because a lot of guys will try to abuse those rules, which we'll talk about mm. players in general. Um, but, mm. and that's what I actually recommend personally, if you're a player and you're first starting out, uh, magic users are probably not the mas- best. If you want to go like a half magic user, like a paladin, stuff like that, way better to go with because wizards all of a sudden you got spells and you have to know what they do and when they do them again i print them all out and they actually make cards for these again don't spend money though you can make them on the word doc anyway you they have cards and so you can kind of like oh hey it's a fireball oh well this is what it is um way easier way easier to deal with than um doing that so you need that you really need uh i mean that's that's something you need and these are the, I would say that there's two things you legitimately need. Like there's no ifs, ands, or buts, right? The second dice. is a little bit of dice. Yes. yes. I yeah, knew it. I knew it. So everybody, but like, like Dungeons and Dragons, aside from um, miniatures, they're known for their dice. Yeah. That's. And uh, so you got the dice. 
Uh, and again, you don't really need to make sure if you watch like Critical Role, which is a huge D&D YouTube thing, they don't actually use maps. So you don't have to use maps. You can do it all in your head. Um, kind of like Girls Under 18, but you can <laughs> do them all in your head. And so you don't need that. <laughs> but so the, the dice, it's not just like what we would call a D6. You got to know some of the lingo, right? So <laughs> this is called a D6, which is a six-sided die, right? You don't just need yeah. that. You need a 20-sided die. That's the most important die of all of them. Yeah, because that's like like whether or not it's a hit, it's a miss, it's yeah, whatever. It's, yeah, it's yeah. a lot of things, right? Yeah. So you need one of these bad boys. Um, again, something to know if you're a DM. Two, 14, and 8 are on the 20. And one, uh, 7, 13, and 19 are on the 1. You need to know that because actually I have some cheating dice upstairs um, <laughs> and that I would use that... Uh, and they I actually don't, have, don't, I won't do show them. have a one? No. <laughs> Two 20s. <laughs> now, the only reason I use it is if you, so I had a DM. And uh, it was really weird because his girlfriend um, uh, and me were, were pretty good friends. So then when he came into it, he got a little bit jealous because we were kind of good friends before. And so he would constantly try to kill me. And my character. And so he would cheat and do things a little dirty. So yeah, I rolled a little dirty. It's not the point, right? It's not the point. <laughs> I rarely use that dice. So don't come at me, okay? Anyway, so just make sure you know as a DM because you don't want people cheating. No, you don't. Uh, no, you no. don't. Uh, no. And then you have... Can't uh, them cheaters. Yeah, exactly. You need a D12, which is a... Well, I mean, you don't really need these. These are ones depending on your character, right? D6s, D8s, mm-hmm. all that garbage. Um, a D4, if you've ever stepped on one of these, they freaking hurt like crazy uh my daughter stepped one on and i got to use the whole meme of like oh you just took a d4 damage she did not give a fuck about that at all (laughs) she was very much like yeah cool dad pick up your goddamn dice yeah i'm doing a good job parenting but uh anyway so Uh, so what's worse a lego or a d4 oh d4 look at that dude it's a triangle of death you step on that oh dude it's the worst oh yeah people don't even know now, again, you can keep them in these cute little bags, which is what I have. I like keeping them uh, color-coded because that's the kind of um, OCD guy I am. But a lot of guys keep them in their uh, Crown Royal bags, right? Mm-hmm. That's why you go buy, yeah. buy Crown Royal. I, I thought it was to put your marbles in them. No, we I was, yeah. did that with my marbles. I never, I suppose, I guess I never played D and D enough yeah. to uh, have dice in. A lot of guys crown will do royal the. Bags. They'll bring the crown royal bag, and so that's why you always got to one up them, right? Uh, the worst crown royal of all time is Tennessee Smoke. However, ooh. it's got a dark blue bag with like silver. It's by far oh, yeah, the coolest. Yeah, I know. I know what bag you're talking yeah. about. I've never had that. Sounds yeah, terrible. It's, no, it's absolute garbage. But I bought <laughs> it. Well, <laughs> I forced someone else to buy it just so I could have the bag, oh, yeah. so I could bring my dice. Like I'm a badass, and I like dropped it on the table, and they were like, "It's a funny thing. Certain things, um, nerds all of a sudden freak out about a crown royal bag in D and D. It's legit. Anyway, <laughs> so you need those two. Absolutely need those two. Now, if you're going to um, some other things you might want that are in the the realm of this is if you have a map, you might want a mini, right? So if your guy uses a hammer and he's this, like, cool-looking dude, you might want a guy that looks like this, right? You can buy miniatures at your, like, local game haven. You can look at them online. 
Did you bring any miniatures down here? I did bring a couple, yeah. So I've got this one. He's kind of like a cool little barbarian. Obviously, he doesn't have a lot of armor, which is kind of nice. Um, You can actually make them. There's a uh, website called Hero Forge. You can make them online. If you have a 3D printer like I do, you just print them yourself, and it costs you like 7 bucks plus whatever the filament is. Or you pay like 30 bucks, which is crazy, but still you can do it. And you have your own miniature. You paint it yourself. I think you can pay more to have it painted now because they kind of like upped it. But it's a good little um, thing to have a your own character, right? Mm-hmm. It, it, well, it's just kind of when you put your character down, everybody sees your character as that. Because the one problem, especially if you don't dress up, which, again, not a lot of people do, and I understand why they don't. If people see your character that's how they they see your character right so if i'm playing a barbarian and i describe him like this and i put down this miniature right they're going to see that hammer they're going to see this beautiful chocolate dude who's fucking got this big <laughs> hammer and is a badass right um where otherwise if i just describe that they're not going to see it as much oh speaking of so, miniatures really quickly okay this is the one that's on stranger things that they use as the demogorgon but that's not the point um, is that not a Demogorgon? No, a Demogorgon's actually like the son of Satan. Is actually what oh. a Demogorgon is. Okay. So in Stranger Things, they make it some creature that's just got these fly fire. Yeah. It's oh, not yeah, that. Yeah. Um, it is uh, the son of Satan, and it's actually a really strong monster. Like at the levels they were at, <laughs> they would have gotten wrecked. Uh, <laughs> honestly, I think it's like legitimately a CR 26, which means that you can't even get up that high, which means you would need more characters, which they only had four or three. So it would have been pointless. Anywho. <laughs> so those are the, the two things you need. The third is miniature to make your character like more memorable. Sure, um, sure. We always have one that we used to call like the uh, MVP. It was just a character that was like generic. You can always buy just a generic one and play as that, and it's fine. Um, it's not a, a big deal. You don't need a miniature. Even if you have a map, you could just have like, oh, hey, that's me, right? And right, I think that's right. fine. Um, if you're going to get into it, I mean, buy a character or um, – do whatever. So that's a good thing to, to have. So those are what you need as a player. After you have made your character, right? You've looked through all this stuff. You're looking through all of it. And you're like, hey, I'm going to play a samurai. I'm going to play a barbarian or whatever. You got to start looking. If you're just playing a one-off, you don't have to do a whole lot of this, which is actually pretty nice. One-offs are a good way to like get your character started. Um, you can have people... Uh, you can test out characters. Like if you're like, I don't know if I want to play a monk. Uh, you could try playing out a monk and you're like, that sucked a fatty. <laughs> like one of the, um, which we'll talk about in, I'm going to talk about animes next time. Um, just a- because uh, things that honestly, there's like redo the healer. There's a couple of them. And this actually was made me think about if you're going to play a healer, a lot of guys don't like playing healers in D and D because all you're doing is, uh, or like bards. Bards suck when you're in battle because all you're doing is helping out other characters, right? Right, right. You're sitting there going like, uh, and then I helped the paladin. So you end up not having a lot of healers, which is why I played a paladin a lot of my campaigns if I was playing with new people because then right. you heal yourself <laughs> and you don't heal anybody else. Um, selfish. But uh, <laughs> but it's honestly, it's a good thing, right? To be able to, so that way your character doesn't die. Um, a lot of people don't like to play clerics. They don't like to play ones that heal. Uh, so... That's something if you don't want to play a healer or you want to see how test uh, playing out a healer will be. Because the, the crappy thing is when you're hoping your character dies so you can start a new character. That's right, not fun. Right. It's not fun for the DM who has to now 
you know, put a reason why your character is with this group, and it's just not a lot of fun. So, testing them out on uh, one-offs, which is like a, mm. a one-off is a session that you play that means nothing, right? Right, so right. It's one night, and you play it. It's kind of good to do that so you know if your character is going to be a lot of fun. That's a good thing. I think that's great. Uh, people don't really, I mean, that's a great way to know if you're going to want to play it. Then I start thinking of, uh, so, okay, I get into it a little too much. So I, I play <laughs> no. out my, I know, yeah, no, no, right? I know, not me. I have my character and everything they're going to do up to level 20 before we play the campaign. I know. So, so okay, hold on a minute. Um, how, how, like, if I'm regular Joe over here and I'm like, okay, uh, and, I, and I sit down in your session and I'm like, well, my guy's level 20. How, so how do you know no, 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 any no, no, different? No. So you start out at level one, but I already have like the feats, which are uh, ways that your character gets stronger. When you level up, you get you can add feats to your character, kind of like in a video game where you have like the tree to decide like what your character can do extra. Okay, yeah. Um, D and D kind of has the same thing; it has these things called feats that add on to your character. Okay, I have that kind of planned out ahead of time. Now, don't get me wrong; a story thing could switch it. That, I, that I'll have to redo my whole character, right? Okay. But for the most part, I have it set up so that if nothing different happens, uh -huh. I already have my character set up to this point. This is where I, I planned on them to go. Okay. It's right? just kind of like how you do if, like, I have my plans of what I'm going to be at 50. Um, okay. So, so, again, I could, as some new guy, be walking into yours, and if I found somewhere, like, Oh, this particular character that I'm going to play has already accomplished these feats, and he's a level 17. So usually a DM tells you though. So like, so if you came into my session, uh -huh. right? Like, uh, you guys can check out our um, where we were playing. They're right. level three, I believe. Uh -huh. So if you were coming in, you'd say, "Hey, I want to be level 17." I'd be like, "Well, you're not." So you'd be, I would honestly, I would give you guidelines of where your character would to fit in, oh, right? Because okay, level seventeen okay. would come in and wreck. Okay, you wouldn't so. even be needed. So I would tell you, hey, you're going to be level three. Plan your character at level three, and you would just go to your level three. Boom, you're ready to go. So would um, then is that something where like people that would watch, or I'm sorry, that would join you? Is it typical or atypical that someone would join like mid campaign and be like, okay, so. Everyone that's been with you, let's say they've been with you for four weeks right now, right? Mm -hmm. That's once a week, and they're up to a level, I don't know, 11, yeah. their character is. Would you join, if that new person comes in, first of all, two questions, could they come in midweek like or mid-campaign like that? And secondly, if they did, where would they come in at? Do they have to start at the bottom or work their way up? Nope. How does that work? I, I would, so me personally, I, I've done this a couple times. I actually bring them at the level everybody is. But I do, so again, this is another DMing thing I do that I do a little bit different. I do. I don't do it by so every monster you kill gives you experience. Okay. Right. I don't play with that because the problem is then you end up doing these um, certain monsters have higher XP and so these characters can kind of either move really fast or really slow. Mm -hmm. And again, I think of it like a movie. So I want these characters to slowly build up and then there to be a, a climax. Right. Okay. So I do it like. Uh, I'll plan with the characters. It'll be like every four sessions you level up, right? Okay. So if that's once a week, every month you level up, that means by level uh, or by a year, because usually I like to start out at level three because that way their characters are kind of like their own things. At level three, you can get the, you get a specialty 
tier class. Right. So you're level 15. Now, level 15 can kill most monsters, and you can create this elaborate, like, ending. So I like to play for about a year. Okay. Oh, damn. So, and that gives you a time. Yeah. So, and that gives you about a year to get to level 15. Okay. So that's how I do it. So if a character, like let's say we were playing and you're like, hey, man, can I join? And everybody was cool with it. I, and we were at level 11. I would say, hey, build a level, a level 11 character and I'm going to add you. And I would talk to you as a player and say, hey, what's your character? This, hey, this is the campaign. How does your character fit in? We'd find a way for your character fit in. And then it would ease into getting a part of this group. Right. It was the same thing as we talked about last time where when you are a DM, you're saying, hey, this is the ending of the campaign as far as like, hey, this guy is trying to bring hell on earth. Why would you be against that? (laughs) And, you know, why are you part of this group? Same thing that you would do, which means that they would accept you pretty quickly. So I do that. I already have that planned. They would come in at the same level and everybody stays at the same level. The other plus to that is you don't have people. Um, going for kills instead of, and then all of a sudden it becomes like a video game yeah, where you know yeah. if you get the kill, you get more experience, or if you do this, you get more experience. Right. So you end up doing more that isn't, you know, you know that, hey, well, really talking to people doesn't give you that much experience. However, if I kill a dragon and I do the most damage, I'll get more experience. Right. So I like to do it so that people can play characters who are just charismatic and, and enjoy. If you enjoy D&D for mostly like the talking with people, this is a good way that you don't get screwed because you made your character more about talking with people than you are doing damage, right? Right. Um, However, when you are making your character, you should always make them overpowered, I think. (laughs) Uh, A lot of people don't. A lot of people are like, no, I don't want to power game as the thing is what it's called. I don't want to power game my character. Wow. And I'm like, well, because you're an idiot. Uh, <laughs> I can't see a single reason why my character wouldn't want to be the strongest in, and the best. In any game, isn't that like the ultimate goal is to like yeah. be the most powerful? Yeah, so if you play Dungeons & Dragons 5e, most characters stay fairly similar. You can do things that definitely, like, uh, and uh, this is another thing we'll talk about when you're making your character, um, probably in another uh, podcast, but talking about different um, feats that you know, put together, make it really great. So there's right. one where if you have a glaive, which is a type okay. of weapon, if you hit them at, which means you have 10 feet, if you hit them at 10 feet, they can't move. So okay. a lot of characters will do that to keep them from going to attack you, right? Um, it's a great thing. It's a great power move to do. I think you should do that because uh, obviously you should always want your character super strong. <laughs> Why, Why wouldn't, wouldn't you? you? And two, you don't get bullied by other characters, which is another big thing that I've noticed in some of my games and something I think people should kind of avoid. But there's a lot of times when people will do stupid things and they're like, what are you going to do? And you're like, well, my character could literally murder yours uh, in <laughs> Pathfinder. If you guys ever play Pathfinder, the original Pathfinder, all the feats, you could make God level characters with you know a couple feats. And so we, one of our assassin uh, campaigns, a character would go to do something because they're one of those, you know, uh, barbarians that are like, well, I just run in. 
And that kind of yeah. pisses a lot of people off because sure. they just do it and they ruin a whole lot of... Like, honestly, it ruins it. I'm going to go in and well, just wreck everybody's game. And exactly. Fun. It ruins it for the DM. It ruins it for the players. So I had a buddy. He made his ranger like super overpowered. And okay. uh, he would... He'd be like, I'll kill your character. Now, again, I don't recommend <laughs> getting into these type of fights. However... It was one of those things that I'm like, I never want to be in that. No character. I've never had a character since. Um, mm. Ever had a character be able to take my character one-on-one. Like, it was nothing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. every time it's like, well, bro, depending on how the roles go, like, I could wreck your world. So, <laughs> something to think about, right? I power game a lot of mine because I can always, I always create mine really cool as far as story, right? I think you can think of a... If you get, you're like, hey, these are the feats that are going to make my overpowered, mm-hmm. you can create a story to those feats and the reasons you took them, right? Right. And right, then it makes right, a yeah. great character. Um, so uh, if you're going to do that, I will, again, I would do that. And then after that, look into the character and what it is. Look into a background, right? Like I said, when I was a druid, I constantly was like crying when i saw dead animals on the road i wouldn't kill spiders anymore so i might take it a little too far so you don't need to take it too far but at the same time get into your character know about him if you're going to choose the samurai feat you should know about samurai we played with a character a guy who didn't know anything about samurais he didn't know that they had like an ethic code and that they had all this stuff so his character was just a person with a katana which is not the definition of a samurai so no, you're because especially in D and D five e and Pathfinder and earlier versions of D and D they had like strict rules. Like if you were a paladin, you had to be. Um, there's different levels of right. like, so there's good, neutral, evil, and then there's lawful, chaotic, and neutral, or lawful, neutral, chaotic. And if you were a barbarian, you had to be chaotic, chaotic, whatever. Okay. Which means that you don't abide by laws. Your character's mindset is not, well, I follow the laws. Where a paladin had to be lawful good, which okay. means you had to be a good character and you had to abide by your own code, right? Right. So, samurai, same type of thing. So, I mean, knowing your stuff so you don't look like an idiot is a good thing. That also, is, just also that just is. helps you get into character, you know what I mean? Like, for me, when I played a, a samurai, I would watch, like, uh, the Seven Samurai, a great black and white movie. If you guys haven't seen it, definitely go check it out. Um, or uh, The Last Samurai. Last Samurai is such a good movie. Have you ever seen it? Uh, yeah. Tom Cruise? Yep. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. great movie. So, um, but even even if you don't want to spend the time to watch like a movie, there's plenty of internet out there that you can... like. Well, and actually, every if you look at any of your characters, they describe of what most of them are like. So, like, if you look at your character, like, you're going to be, like, a barbarian. Right. They always have a paragraph at the front that's like, hey, this is what barbarians usually are, and you can kind of abide by that. Okay. Um, again, you don't always have to abide by it. I hate when people play bards like the sex god symbol of, like, a, you know, they're, like, oh, constantly <laughs> trying to hit on girls because they're – it's just kind of – in me, in yeah. my opinion, it's kind t- of annoying. Yeah, I think you talked about that last time, how yeah. they do that, and it's – So you don't obnoxious. have to play a bard. Like, however, I'll play a bard very much, you know uh, – just a, a pure musician, uh, Mozart right. type of thing, right? Right. Um, so, and then again, uh, if you're, I, I like to get characters or people or my um, inspiration for my characters, and I kind of go off of that. So, um, 
I always go back to my druid. So, okay, I had a paladin, and he was kind of based off of Dante from the video game Dante's Inferno. Okay. Um, so I had a Which lot. Which you of, mentioned is one of your favorites. Yeah, that's one of my okay. it's one of my favorite characters. Period. I love that campaign. I love that character. So I I I had a lot off of him, but I, obviously I had inspirations mm-hmm. off of other stuff. But when I did, I, I watched videos again you don't have to get into it as much as i do i promise once you start playing you're gonna want to once you get into a campaign it's just kind of like great another one i did a monk and he was a drunken monk so i watched jackie chan's drunken master and drunken <laughs> Ma- and drunken master yeah, too i know that one all know the time guys. and uh and kind of got my all the time but i know what you're talking about yeah so i got inspiration off of those like crazy there's also a uh, uh drunken fist movie um I can't even remember what's oh it's a great movie either way um so anyway i looked at a lot of them and kind of watched them and got my inspiration from one of those if you're going to get inspiration for a, a fighting character did you see the new mortal Kombat trailer yes oh my god <laughs> oh yeah uh, yeah i am thrilled i know a lot of people that we, the, the, the the last one came out what the late 90s mm-hmm. who cares i loved it then i love I love Mortal Kombat is one of my favorite, probably my favorite game of all time. And it's, the fact that it's coming out with like updated CGI and it looks, uh, th- dude, Sub Zero looks the, so freaking cool, isn't dude. I'm he awesome. Oh, he looks uh, awesome. And I love that. I can't remember what his they name use is. Some like classic, um, like the classic video game taglines. Yeah. You know, I, I love it. I can't I remember love- the the guy, the Japanese actor who plays scorpion but he is oh, perfect awesome from and when he's like get over here and i'm like oh my god dude <laughs> yeah. even that was great yeah. sub-zero's mask is awesome uh, yeah and, it was and then, all great well then uh it, it it has a feel of the last i think it's mortal kombat 11 yeah is the latest it has a little bit of feel of that with some nostalgia of the beginning which is so cool oh, i'm yeah, so dude. excited for april 11th i think 26th Oh, April 26th, that comes out. I can't wait. Or April 16th. Sorry, it's April 16th. Well, we're in the middle. Yeah, yeah, we're right in the middle. <laughs> April either, 16th. Either way, I cannot wait for this. Yeah, Dude, no, it looks amazing. Yeah. And uh, so a lot of times, like I said, I'll, like uh, if I see a video... It's a, hold on, really quick. I don't know if I'm super excited about because I love the original Mortal Kombat movie. So number one was just amazing. Yeah. Uh, Shang Tsung. That guy yeah. was great. Everybody in it was just amazing. I yeah. love Johnny I Cage and his lines. I, yeah. Those are $500 sunglasses, asshole. <laughs> Boom! Kicks him in the face. I'm like, fuck yeah. That's great. That's um, so stupid, but so wonderful. Uh, if you guys didn't know, I, don't, I mean, obviously, you guys might. I'm like a Snapple. I'm going to be throwing facts at you. The reptile <laughs> fight. The rep, yeah. reptile fight. Well, one, I love the reptile because it was. I love reptile. Um, he, he came in later on in the in the game series. Yeah. And well, no, no, no. He's actually in the first one. He's actually a secret character that you oh, fight. Oh, that's right. He um, comes out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you, you do a, a secret thing and you can actually fight him. I don't, I don't know. Did he come out in the very, like, the, the, so the very, one of the very, the very first, first is the arcade. Yeah. Where you're standing there. Did he come in that one? Okay. You had to do a special thing to get to a fight okay. to him. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he was amazing because he was yeah. the green ninja, right? Yeah. Plus, in the movie, he has that badass mask. Right. Uh, and it's spits one the of the venom. Yeah, and it's yeah, such a great fight in general. That fight was actually after production because they realized they needed a fight between them. They thought it was too right. long without fights, so they brought in a, a reptile mm. fight. Amazing. That, awesome. that was like awesome. my favorite fight. Oh yeah, um, and that's actually Ray Park, or oh. no? Is it? 
or Scott Adkins. Damn it. I'm pretty sure it's Ray Park, but it might be Scott Adkins. Either way, it's a badass dude who fights as him. Great fight. Oh my God. It's amazing. Um, great movie Scott overall. Ad- who did you say was your other one? Your other guess? I think it was Scott Adkins. Just look up who is the, um, who is reptile in mortal Kombat. I swear it's a badass guy. Maybe it's not. Maybe well, obviously it's a badass guy because either way he's fight. But I swear it was like a cool dude. It is a cool dude. Um, well, which one we got? Uh, hold on, it's it's giving me like the video game. I don't. Okay, the you're talking the movie, yeah. right? Um, let me put that and let's see what that tells. Yeah, us. I'm probably wrong, but that's okay. Um. Hey Jamie, could you look uh, that up for us? Yeah, Jamie being me, uh, video game, other media, I don't know. I now I'm all into like I'm, I'm like it's been seven seconds and I'm down this rabbit hole because I'm seeing these cool like art things that people have made and I'm just like oh, this is cool. So so Keith Cook, Frank. Oh no, uh, that's a I, voice. Keith Cook sounds. Keith Cook, yeah. Yeah, Keith Cook sounds right. Some ninja dude. Either American way, American martial artist he is. So okay. I imagine that it's him. Uh, he yeah. anyway never mind maybe it wasn't those two badasses but he is another guy <laughs> keith cook anyway like i said it was keith cook and keith cook is a badass guy um great fucking movie the second one is. don't wrong story garbage but if you buy the dvd they knew it was garbage because in in yeah. the in the oh, dvd yeah. well in the dvd it says fights only because they know that's all you're going to want to watch it's like 15 minutes long right that is a rager Right, and that's where, and, that, and that's where you're jumping to if you're able to just boop boop to the fight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. give a shit about the story. Thanks for that terrible story. But this one, this new one, and I know we keep going back to it. So if you, you guys no. are bored, who cares? I, it's it looks it's, amazing. This is Jay's podcast. Is it, is it because I haven't seen? Because I'm going to be honest. When I saw Godzilla versus King Kong, I got all yeah. excited too. Is it because yeah. I haven't seen an action movie in a really long time that's been good no, because of no, Corona? No, because I, I there's plenty of people out there that would. Uh, write in and review and tell you you're an idiot for even thinking this looks cool like the one of my favorite scenes is when it's at the end of the trailer uh-huh. trailer spoiler alert is when uh sub-zero and scorpion get in a fight and he freezes him and, and like his blood pops out so he freezes his blood, the blade and yeah then he stabs him, throws him into the ice again and then um he i'm assuming that he tries to walk away and scorpion comes back and throws the Spear, get over here and throw yeah. it back. Like it's all so cool. It is so cool. <sighs> um, they didn't really highlight as much uh Liu Kang. And I don't know who the other guy is because they gave like a name. Is that Liu Kang? I couldn't remember. And no, they gave everyone that's in it. Yeah, uh, yeah, but they give um, a kid's they're like, Oh, my name is this, and I can't remember if that's oh, also yeah, yeah. Liu Kang. Is that Liu Kang at the end? Uh it was like Connor or something. Yeah, it was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. something like that. It was something random. I, I It was remember. a don't wrong. I'm going to watch the hell out of that thing. That oh, looks yeah. amazing. Yeah, so the the most important person that I want to see in this is um, if they have uh, uh, Katana. Uh, so they do show Melina for a, a quarter Melina of a second. Too. Yeah. So they show Melina, so I've got to think that they show Katana. Ah. Uh. That's all I'm asking. So for. the only thing is, Just, I bet can you. Can I have a, a Melina Katana fight? Please? Yeah, right. Uh, I <laughs> in mud or oil, whatever. Um, Why is it raining? <laughs> yeah, 
oh, that's weird. <laughs> Take off your clothes. Um, uh, I would watch the two guys, Sub-Zero and Scorpion, fight naked. They're I, beautiful men. Yeah, I, um, I, I, I'm really excited uh, to see... Um, uh, shit, just Luke King. Yeah. Fight. Well, and when he does the thing, you see the fire. This is all spoilers, bitches. <laughs> they, go, they show the fire the dragon. Trailer. I'm like, okay, yeah. this looks. Uh, so yeah. there was, I don't know if you ever watched, there's actually a YouTube series where they made like a yep. real life Mortal Kombat. Yeah. That was sick. And I was hoping yeah. that this movie would kind of go along that. So once he did the fire yeah. uh, dragon, I'm like, up? okay, it's not going to be that. But yeah. I mean, both of them are amazing. I don't, I don't know. So here I am sitting over here trying to just like produce and help this this podcast continue but dude i'm geeking out over the mortal Kombat. yeah movie. dude the mortal Kombat is uh, amazing well and I, I think if you watch those type of movies and yeah. get like character motivation from them right yeah this is where yeah. you kind of down there's a reason why i over i make my characters op but then i like i downplay them to certain things so if i'm like playing a sub-zero character and i'm playing like a wizard or a, sorry a uh uh, warlock, mm-hmm. um, and they get a little bit of magic. I'd make them all ice spells, right? Because I'm making this like okay, badass yeah, yeah. character that fights with an ice sword and all this other garbage. So, so um, because you could be like uh, playing D and D, you could be human, you yeah, could be normal, mm-hmm. you could be whatever. Um, one that I thought that they highlighted at the very beginning of the Marvel Mortal Kombat, um, which is really cool because I feel like he never got his due justice in any in the games or the movies was jacks yeah and in this one it looks like it's heavily centered at least the beginning mk10 and mk11 focus a lot on jacks and jacks's daughter what's her name uh, uh i don't remember but she's Jacqueline? i, I think it is Jacqueline Briggs. Yeah. <laughs> so um, they, they get i mean they're they're pretty creative yeah no they're the pretty names. creative with their names scorpion <laughs> but uh <laughs> but so, but in this one it's kind of cool how his arms are taken and then yeah. then they're put back on and um oh shoot uh the forearm dude that oh uh, dude Goro, Goro. looks freaking sick because I will admit that, I will admit the '90s one for the times looked amazing and I love yeah. that and but you, this he looks huge but you but I know you remember when you would play the game and you finally got to him. And then he was just like incredible, just pick yeah. you up and beat you, and you you throw your controller, and then you, your mom gets mad at you because it's actually connected to the console that flies across. Yeah, exactly. Too. Never happened to me, but <laughs> I'm excited, man. I'm Dude, excited it for looks this game. amazing. Or the show. I'm, I'm gonna be honest. I still like the original Shang Tsung most more than I like um, the Shang Tsung that was in that. That was the only mm. part I was disappointed on. Is I was because kind of, again the, the guy the character who, the guy who played Shang Tsung before I can't remember his name. But he's still alive. He's old. Just put him in it. Cast him in it. Yeah. Dude. Why he would ain't it matter? Doing nothing. Uh-uh. Um, dude, it looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I'm gonna be honest. I got excited about Godzilla versus King Kong because <laughs> I remember that back in the day, and I used to watch a lot of the Godzilla movies, and I'm like, yes. And I'm like, that's when I realized I'm like, maybe I'm just getting excited because I haven't seen an action movie in a really long time. And then I saw this Mortal Kombat, <laughs> and I'm like. Dude, I'm going to see that. I'm going to get drunk and I'm going to beat the crap out of my friends. <laughs> like, that's just what I'm going to do. Uh, it looks amazing. 
And I'm dude, and when he makes the sword out of ice, it's yeah. just so much better than the old ones. Yeah, well, the, the graphics yeah. and everything, and it's, CGI yeah, it's the times, so much right? better. So, as a, you know, to try and get us back on uh, track of what we're supposed to be talking about, which is characters, and I, so I suppose we're there. But yeah. uh, um, when you are DMing, and I come in as, a, and I'm, I'm going to be a character. Yeah. Do you expect me to take on the role as that character and like? Act the part, be the part, or do you do you not care so much? If you're the DM, do you want to be the DM character more? Like, like yeah. What so, is, what do you well, you're not really a character as far as the DM. I the only so the reason why I would like for characters to be in that is they're more predictable, which means I can make certain things happen for you mm. to make your story better, right? So right. I always like try to as a DM give everybody like a uh, a couple of sessions or a session where mm-hmm. their character is like the highlight. Well, if your character isn't consistent, I can't do that, right? If you don't have a backstory to your character, you don't have anything. One of my favorite things to do as a DM is, and it, as far as characters too, is after like two months, I like to call what we call like a, um, a campsite uh, session okay. where you're by the campfire You've been with these people for a couple of months and you tell them, hey, this is my backstory. And you do a small, you talk with the DM and you build these like little uh, stories that you're telling by the campfire that give more insight to your character, right? So you have your backstory flushed of why your character acts the way they do. Sure. So for um, my monk, for uh, instance, his brother his brother-in-law killed his wife and kidnapped his daughter. Right. So it gave him this, like he doesn't really trust people because even his family had screwed him over once he started getting more powerful. So he would hide some of his abilities from even some of his friends because he didn't want them to think he was more powerful and try to take him over because that's what his brother-in-law did. Um, He didn't want to get as close characters and he kind of developed and that's the great thing about it is obviously your character has these like things that either make him bad or make him good. And you kind of develop them as a character. So eventually right. he treated these people as his family and it, it went, honestly, it went, went really well. Um, <laughs> I, I hate to say like it, a part of that was the DM. Cause I was actually even the DM. I was a, a co DM. So I was a minor DM okay. it, and uh, my buddy was the actual DM and he orchestrated it so well that, you know, with these stories, everybody came together and it was this great, um, thing that everybody became a part of uh-huh. every, every character felt more connected to each other by the end. And it was actually a really good, uh, really good story. And I mean, it had its, its downfalls, but I mean, it was sure. really good otherwise. And, uh, so we dealt with all of that. It was kind of good. You have this, um, campfire session that kind of delves more into your character. Um, the, again, the reason I like it is they're consistent. So if your character, is kind of sneaky you can kind of play into that and it's not weird when your character does something sneaky um and again it gives your character more life and so more people are uh invested in it so uh i i would prefer people to i mean again i'm not going to tell people no or whatever because people change just as we all do right but um you can totally uh, I, I think that you should pick the kind of character you're going to be and then play as that character and have fun with it. And Fair enough. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so, again, t- getting your background, kind of knowing your character, why he does the things that they do. Um, 
you know, if your character is, uh, so another one that was actually really important that your character had to act the way they acted that actually didn't go into, to, um, fruition because of how people didn't act as their characters. So I always like to do one that's like four camp three or four campaigns. And that's the hell campaign where you go to hell and you'll meet a lot of the old characters again. Right. But during that, I always have everybody choose a sin and everybody choose a different sin. And so your character is just, your character's flaw is supposed to be that sin. Right. Okay. So we had one that was lust, one that was, um, uh, pride, one that was, uh, yeah, we had a bunch of them. Uh, all you can look up the seven deadly <laughs> sloth, gluttony. gluttony. Oh yeah, the gluttony, um, sloth. Uh, we had a bunch of them. Okay. So we all had our own thing. Mine was betrayal. Just uh, um, that was that. I'm uh, Corona kind of messed up our campaign. Not the point. But <laughs> when we were doing it, um, one of my buddies chose lust. Okay. But then he had we had a bard in our thing, and the bard kept doing lust, and so it kind of took away. And but he wasn't so he was the, the bard wasn't doing his own sin he was just doing lust so then we had to kind of move around all the stuff where what, you, was he doing it on purpose to throw things off or was what was the point there I don't know if it was pure stupidity <laughs> or if he was doing it on purpose okay. uh, it could have been one or the other but the only thing is it kind of messed up uh, a campaign because or, or his sin because now all of a sudden we're having the other guy having to do other sins and it wasn't how he wrote his character right and right if the the crap thing is like obviously this guy the bard's trying to sleep with everybody <laughs> well the only way for the other guy to have the lust sin was for him to rape people and he didn't want to make his character a rapist as <laughs> nobody wants to do no right? no because you can do anything and this is another thing as a like player don't do I mean obviously don't rape. Yeah, I think we yeah, can that's, all agree that. yeah, that's not what yeah, I was going to say, but that's that's a you thing. feel like you have to say it for yeah. some reason. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, you can do anything you want as a character, but there's certain things you just shouldn't do. Like, don't be a dick, right? Like, I think it's pretty right. nice. Just be a nice person. Mm-hmm. Um, but so you have a lot of guys again who want to take all the loot, which is just annoying. You have guys that rush in because they want to be the first one to. They want to be the one that kills everybody or does something fancy, right? Um. But don't, I mean, just again, just don't be a dick. So when you're playing your character, do, you know, just be friendly with people. And actually, you know, if you're told, if you're not even, you're told, if you decide as a group, like, hey, this is what I'm going to do, just do it so that it doesn't ruin other people's fun. Like, it's not exactly. Um, And make things fit your character. If your character was going to be lustful and you kind of knew that about your character, bring that up before so that way people can move things around. Again, so as a DM, if I want to make sure your character does something cool, you're like, hey, man, my character wants to uh, dismember heads and like carry heads on his horse or something like that. I would give you chances to take cool people's heads so that you can have all these cool oh, okay, trophies, okay. right? Yeah. Um, so the more you talk to your DM about stuff that you like, the more likely they are to do it. I is, want it to be... Is that a, is that a thing that you uh, would have, like a conversation you would have with your DM beforehand, or is that something yeah. you do like on a fly? Uh, no, I would do it. I usually talk to them about it. Like, Well, I usually say like, hey, this is what I like. This is what I'd like to see my character do. These are things that okay. I'm going to kind of get into. Uh, some of it is on the fly. Like if I see a character, he constantly, um, one of my assassin characters, he would always take people's eyes. 
And the reason he would take people's eyes is he would put them in jars and then he would have them centered around his bedroom so they all saw him. Because he would, he was very narcissistic, and so sure, he would, I get it. Yeah, he would yeah. get naked and watch all of these eyes watch him. <laughs> once he was done with his mission, this was one of your characters. Yeah, did you show up to the session naked? No, I didn't. Yeah, I would always explain it. Uh, everybody <laughs> kept telling me to put my clothes on, um, and uh, yeah. So anyway, it was a great time. But so. Uh, you know, one of the DM, he realized that I did that all the time. So one of the characters he made with these like, you know, uh, magical eyes and they ended up doing something right. That another character could see through these things. And so it kind of made like a fun thing later. So some of them you can kind of do on the fly and, or you can kind of plan for without the characters. I like to, before I even do a campaign, do a, like a painting session. So if they have their own characters, we go and paint them and we kind of get together. We talk mm. about a lot of things. Okay. Some of it's just one-on-one, some of it's not. And, uh, you can kind of plan all that stuff. I think it's a lot of fun because, um, you, again, it gets you into it a little yeah, bit. It gets you into it. You get to plan again for me. It's, uh, it's all about the players, right? If okay. one player wants to do uh, we we had this argument as well. One player wanted more um, made up items in the game, right? He wanted game uh, items that were broken and or made up in the game. Okay. Well, if and we played with seven people. Well, if six people don't want to do that, I think you got to go for the greater good. Yeah, you got go to go right? with the majority on that one. Yeah, so yeah. you do with the greater good. I want everybody to have fun. If one person is person is not making it fun for everybody else, they will take it out on that. Um, as a player, another thing is to realize the difference. And you should do this with everything. And I think I've talked about this before on the podcast, but you should always do things. Uh, you should always realize that there's a difference between the person and the character. Right, so if a right, character right. makes theirs a, uh, you know, they're very prideful. So the whole time they're playing very arrogant. You shouldn't hate that person being like, "What an arrogant ass!" You should realize it's right. part of their character, right? At the same time, realize that people are not going to do that. So if you're a dickhead during the game, they're going to hate you as a person because it's kind of hard <laughs> to di- differentiate. Them. Right, right. Uh, um, I think I think I talked about it. Uh, maybe last week's episode where it was like uh, there was a couple and the husband wife couple and the wife acted like a total bitch to her sister-in-law and sister-in-law's like well you're a whore you know and she's like this is my character yeah I'm just in character and the sister-in-law couldn't couldn't get behind that that and was like no you're just a bitch yeah and so so, and again a lot of it's Dungeons and Dragons, guys. Yeah. It shouldn't be drama, right? <laughs> yeah, you no. should you should be it's, having it's fun. A, it's a game. Yeah. If you're having yeah, problems, we're, to, we're just here to play. Talk it out. It's it's right. a fun game. If you need a break from it too, take a break, right? It's there's nothing <laughs> wrong with taking a break from it. Some people feel too much stress with it because they want to like do it. This is a That's f- wild. I know to me. That anyone would feel stress. Number one, pl- feel stress playing a game. Um I, I get there are intense games, but feeling stress, um, over this game, yeah, because uh, and I know I know you teased it a little bit, but if you go over to um, the Overplay podcast on YouTube, there is a video there of a live session, yeah, that we did uh, last week with, uh, and it was all very lighthearted and fun. Everybody mm-hmm. have I didn't see anybody having any kind of stress over there. No, and that's the thing. This is one of the only times when 
you always hear the phrase, don't hate the player, hate the game. This is the opposite. <laughs> don't hate the game, hate the player. If someone's making it not fun and they're doing it on purpose, like it's because of the player. Yeah, it's because of the player. This is a fun game. This is a fun game where you get to do, you get to play somebody else for the X amount of hours you're playing, right? If right. you could play for four hours, you are this different person that you get to play for four hours in a fantasy world that's a ton of fun. And it really is when it's fun. It's some of the most fun I've ever had. As silly as it sounds, I mean, anybody that plays understands this, and anybody who hasn't doesn't. Right. It legitimately is a lot of fun because you're playing this different thing. Well, we had, we had, um, so we, we did about an hour last mm-hmm. week, and we had, we had a couple newbies playing uh, that never played before, one of those newbies being an adult. And after, uh, he couldn't, he couldn't, say enough about how much fun he had yeah he was like oh i could do that again like i, right, I totally right. under get and and that's how i think it i think that's how everybody who plays immediately gets because you're getting you're in this fantasy world and it's a lot of fun and you get a player especially when you play with i mean he, he was playing with a bunch of kids right? right when you play with a bunch of your friends and you're making these jokes and it's this great time it's legitimately one of the funnest things and i think that's how everybody should play it and that's the reason why i'm talking about this in a podcast is I legitimately have a lot of fun playing this, and I legitimately think everybody would have fun playing this. So go out, get a group together. Um, if you know who I am, get me together. I always do this for all of my friends. I'll offer to play mm-hmm. D&D and like, hey, let's get together. If you can get a group of four people, not including me, so <laughs> me and four others, right? Um, I'll totally DM for you and play. It's a ton of fun. Um, set it up. If not, you can always get online and try to find somebody to DM or you could start playing again. Again, we talked about this last time. If you want to know how to do it, go back to that last thing. So, um, obviously if you're watching on YouTube, like, and subscribe, it's going to help me out. Please tell all your friends. If you're on Facebook, tell everybody, post it, share it. Uh, if you're on Twitch, follow, I mean, if you're super kind, subscribe, you can always do that little Amazon thing. (laughs) throw some money my way because then i can do more right (laughs) come on people anyway uh no but seriously have fun tune in next time like i said next time we're going to be talking about animes and ones that are uh close to that uh or like ones that are fantasy related and kind of fun stuff like that just to be a little bit different and then we'll go back on it and we'll start talking about other things so uh yeah enjoy guys and uh see you next time